especially I went to the Packer game yesterday. Oh fuck! Yeah. Literally, but I I went and I didn't go in. Like I, so I didn't buy tickets to um, the game. My buddy, you know Sam Walsh. Yeah. Um, he was visiting, and then his dad, they he's given me the nickname the Common Denominator. Really. So I don't do anything wrong, uh-huh. but whenever I'm with Sam or like Jake Gain, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're friends. With him I know Jake Gain. I play uh, baseball with him. They tend to get in trouble. Uh-huh. So whether it's Sam going to jail or Jake going to jail or randomly, you know, just, just dumb things. And so as a joke, I was like, what if I just bought a ticket to get on your bus and I showed up in the morning and he just, he's like, what the fuck? He literally, <laughs> like I have, so I have these t-shirts made up now. My brother made them for the show. And mm-hmm. One is of Sam and I just got on the bus and it was like out of a movie his head's down, and Sam sees me. We lock eyes. He's laughing his ass. I was like, this isn't going to go well. And I just go, here, Sam, I have a shirt for you. And Mr. Walsh looks up and goes, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. Um, but, yeah, we just went and drank there. Mm-hmm. They went into the game, but, dude, it was pretty cold. I did not want to go. It was freezing all fucking weekend. Mm-hmm. It's my girlfriend's birthday this weekend as well. Walking around from bar to bar. It was a shit show. It was cold as shit. Dude, I'm a... Uh, I, as much as I love the seasons... Cause I think I appreciate like summer and mm-hmm. fall more. Mm-hmm. It's way too long. Like winter is way too fucking long here. Yeah. Well, it's been shorter lately. Now it's just starting to get cold. November it used to be end of September. Yeah. I remember that is true. Your guys' football seasons. You guys are freezing my ass off going to those it's games. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're not if you're like when you're not playing as like a sophomore or even a junior. Mm-hmm. And you're just standing there. I'm like, why? Why am I here? Yeah. Um. Okay. I was thinking about this. How do we know each other? Mutual Franklin friends over the years. Okay. Because you've always been around, right? Since at least grade school, at least. So I, I never went to a Franklin grade school. Uh-huh. I went to St. Mary's and Hills mm-hmm. Corners. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I literally was like racking my brain since you and I were talking about you coming on. I'm like, how, like, what is the first instance? And I'm like, I can't think of it. And I, I was like feeling super shitty. I'm like, I don't know if there is one. <laughs> I don't think there is truly. It's just so we've always been around each other. Yeah, I mean, you have either like neighbors or like we went to school with each other. I'm like, mm. none of that. No, no. None of that. No. Well, I went to Marquette High yeah. instead of Franklin. But I was always around Franklin, at least freshman, sophomore year of high yeah, school. You're around a lot. And all those fucking village club kids, too. I was there from young until at it least. It might high be a village club then. It might be. With Joel. Joel Vitrano. Yeah. yeah. So Joel used to take me to Village Club. Like, that's how his sister would babysit us. Be like, mm-hmm. We're just going to take you to the pool, and then I got lifeguards to watch mm-hmm. you, too. Mm-hmm. That might be it. Yeah. And the twins and Braxton. Yeah. I grew up with them and Coos, all those kids. So yeah, I grew I've up with those guys. I've into that group recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. It's, I've managed, I love those guys. They're yeah. nice. I managed to avoid them for at least five years now. <laughs> <laughs> um, where'd you go to grade school? Uh, Robinwood Kindergarten, Ben Franklin all the way through, and then Forest Park. Okay, I was gonna say Ben Franklin had a middle school. They all for like they all go into Forest Park. They all now, go right? to Forest Park, yeah. Dude, what happened to that school? It uh, is a university now. I know. I live two doors down. So you really? Yeah, we got to watch the whole fucking thing. Plus, Luxembourg Gardens went down as well. What's that? It was like this uh, wholesale plant place that was right next to the middle school. Yeah, a bunch of greenhouses and shit. Owner was probably growing pot in the back. He's a great probably, guy. Yeah. Great guy. They moved to Florida recently. He's definitely growing pot then. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, cause I remember, I think I've said on here before, 
when I had uh, Cody Gester on, I she came to visit one weekend and I like picked her up and we were driving around hanging out. And I'm like, what is that? Because I thought, I was like, I think we're approaching the middle school. Mm-hmm. She goes, I don't know. I'm like, where are we? I'm like, did I get lost? And I'm like, this is the fucking school? Yeah. Like the, all the soccer fields, how many do you think there were? Like there could have been There's at least three or four or so full-size fields but yeah they just basically they did what my parents did they built a house in their backyard and knocked down the old house really yeah so we did like three doors down oh shit yeah so same thing it was pretty ridiculous too and they're trying to turn that big green space that lines up to our yard into like a baseball or a soccer field oh really yeah because they bought the land next to ours your parents did no, the oh, school no, the district. School is. Yeah, the school district. Well, did. they need somewhere to play, and yeah. they got rid of all of it. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. We're going to be one of the first people to know because they're building on our backyard. Yeah. So we'll see. That Hopefully can be obnoxious as fuck. My mom's hoping tennis courts. I'm hoping soccer fields so it's quiet because nobody will go to the soccer games. Yeah, I mean, how, but also how many people in Franklin are playing tennis? A lot. Really? Yeah, plus all the – they could use it like the village club uses it uses there they could get all the moms they could start leagues and all that good shit they could make all sorts of money I guess that. yeah I think Village Club is the only place I've really seen people play tennis mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played a single match tennis in my life they're really? matches right that's yeah. that's how bad yeah, it is yeah. I would go to uh, Lions Legend mm-hmm. or um, what's the one on 76 that's by the Village Club oh that's just Greendale's that's Recreational just, Center yeah. or whatever with all we basketball go there courts and, we'd and play stuff Talker, so yeah. we would just take a soccer ball uh-huh. and two v two, and mm-hmm. that was our version of tennis. Yeah, well, we used to uh, we would play points. I mean, me and Nikolalia had a lot of grueling matches growing up. Those were always the tennis. Best. Yeah, he every two times he'd beat me, I beat him once, but it was always close. And he loved. He was a competitive motherfucker. He's very competitive. Oh yeah, he's very a competitive. Dick sucker at being at sports, man. Whenever even video games, I was learning how to play FIFA when we were in like ninth grade. And you just wrecked me ruthlessly, like 15-0. You're just, either, like, really good at FIFA mm-hmm. or you play every once in a while for fun. There is exactly. no in-between. No, there isn't. It is, like, there, I like I like watching the people mm-hmm. that are good, too. Mm-hmm. I'm god-off. I, like, I would play. I got it when I was, in, I think, great, uh, high school early on, and I, I enjoyed it. But I put it on, like, the easiest mode possible. Mm-hmm. I did create my player. I got, like, 10 goals a game. Mm-hmm. And then you see someone play an online match. I'm like, I can't even get the ball. No, no. It's ruthless out there. And you're usually losing to some 11-year-old fucker who used his daddy's credit card to buy all his players. Exactly. He's telling you your mom's a whore and mm-hmm. suck his dick. I'm like, dude, your voice is... Yeah. I mean, that's when you tell the them That's when you tell them you're 10 so they feel a little bit worse. <laughs> sorry, bro. I didn't mean it. Yeah, Good game. Sorry, sorry. Get better. Um, that's a... Uh, yeah, people love just bringing down an older person. It's better on cello, though. It's weird. Most of the NHL games I play, if I get cracked, they just thank you for finishing the game. Oh, good oh, try, I bud. Re- Thanks I for playing through, man. That was a lot of fun. You'll get better someday. Do people rage quit a lot in both those? I'm assuming. In Chelly, Chelly. yeah, because you get the nice Canadians and the angry Canadians. The nice Canadians will play through, and even if you're losing, they'll pull you their fucking goalie and let you score to make you feel like even more of an asshole, but they still get to pretend they're nice. <laughs> so that's even better. Down like 6-0 in the second period. The guy pulls we'll, his we'll goal. We'll give you one. Yeah, we'll give you one. Then he scores two more. <laughs> it's fucking... It's ridiculous. The intricacies of those games. Mm-hmm. Like, at their core, they seem like the most basic games. Up, down, shoot, X's, mm-hmm. kick the ball. Yeah. Yet, you watch someone like, hey man, how did you just rainbow yeah, headbutt it? That's not even I'll a thing. I'll never like, It's impressive. And I've never gotten that into video games where I was like... Mm. 
I to or the patience to do it. Mm-hmm. My attention span form is like thirty minutes, yeah. and then I'm like, ah, this isn't benefiting me no. at all. No, I do it to pass the time. I think I had a PS2 until no PS3 until a year ago. I bought an Xbox when I knew COVID was coming. I said I got to get something for myself. I got a I. I say that, but I bought a Switch like a month ago mm-hmm. for flights. Yep. So when I'm flying out, like every once in a while, like I get sick of listening to my music mm-hmm. or um, like you can put a podcast on, but I think when I have podcasts on at home or something like that, I'm working out mm-hmm. or I'm driving. Yeah, it's bad. you're just sitting on a plane, you're like, I need something else to mm-hmm. do. So I'm like, I, that, it goes by like that. Yeah. I've been going to Serbia a little bit more often now on those trips. And you don't, they cut it up so it's not that bad. You have to go to either Germany or Austria. Okay. Because there's no direct flights from Chicago there. And, yeah, it's usually just an edible. But <coughs> sometimes I don't <laughs> fall asleep. So then it's, you try to get drunk. I don't know how long are your flights usually. Are they over five hours? Uh, they're usually, like, anywhere between two and four. Ah, you don't have enough time. Yeah. Though the fail-safe is just getting hammered and passing out. Uh, I've done it even on those. Mm-hmm. Like, the most drunk I've ever been on a flight was a 45-minute flight. Jesus. Yeah. How'd you find the time? So, I was living in Florida, at the, in Miami at the time, and mm-hmm. my mom and brother came down to visit, and they wanted to go. They are like, let's do a week at Universal and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Like, we haven't been there in a while. Yeah. Like, like, doing it as an adult is actually, like, it's not, we're not, like, Disney family by mm-hmm. any means. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. we stepped foot in Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're an adult and you go to those things, they're actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. Like, downtown, I guess, downtown Disney restaurants mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's fun. Yeah, we or, did that for Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did that once too. Or like Epcot. And so mm-hmm. my mom flew back to uh, Wisconsin. One of my brothers flew to Arizona. And I just had to fly down to Fort Lauderdale. And my flight that I my parents booked for me were like, um, yeah, yours is at 9 p.m., mm-hmm. but ours is at 3. Mm-hmm. And we have to check out of our hotel by 11. So you're going to sit in the airport until your flight. So I got there at two o'clock mm-hmm. and then sat at a bar next to my gate. Thank God it was like a cool bar right by where my gate was. And I drank through three different groups of passengers for flights. One guy came back because his flight got like delayed. So he got back. I'm like, you're still here. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be here for the next five hours. <laughs> got on the plane. And they're like, do you guys want drinks or anything? Like, it's not even like when it's that short of a flight, they don't just assume, like, come by with the beverage mm-hmm. cart. They're like, if you guys want something, hit the button. Yep. I hit it right away. I'm like, can I have a double? I'm like, what do you have for booze? She's like, booze? I go, <laughs> yeah, all right. This is, uh, I, this 45 minutes is going to suck if I uh-huh. don't drink. And uh, she's like, I got this, this, and this. And it was like nasty tequila. Um, I don't trust like tequila or any of that shit from mm-hmm. an airplane. So I'm like, I'll take the scotch, double mm-hmm. shot of scotch. He mm-hmm. goes, okay. I'm like, down that. It's the drunkest I've ever been getting off a plane. My buddy picked me up and goes, what happened? I'm like, I've been in the airport for nine hours. <laughs> yeah, I have experience like that too. I was going, like I said, to Serbia, but our pl- flight from O'Hare was late. So we're, me and about five other passengers are running to this different terminal because they try to make it really hard to get into fucking Serbia from Austria because they just hate each other. And as we're getting there, the planes, the plane is rolling out. And we're like, fuck, fuck. So we're stuck there now for five hours. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in a bar getting hammered, and I see this girl, somebody in the community that I know, land in that area and then go to Novi Sad where my cousins are. And I'm like, holy shit, like, where'd you just come from? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. She's a... 
airline stewardess. She's like, oh, I got lucky. A bunch of people missed their flight from Chicago, so I got to take their seats. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> That's why I see. I haven't seen her in like three years, too. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. She bought me a drink when I was there. It was, it was fine. But yeah, I spent five hours in a freaking, I think it was in Vienna airport. Dude, the airports, yeah. there's something about just waiting in an airport. Like, mm-hmm. if you told me <laughs> my flight was canceled and I or delayed and I'm still at home and I wait five mm-hmm. hours... I'm not as upset, no. but the fact that I'm in the airport, I'm yeah. like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, give me something, because I can't sit here. Like, mm-hmm. there's no comfortable seating mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you want a lounge, it, you got to be, what, a member for some yeah, airline. that's true. And it's usually a specific airline that I've never heard of. And you like, don't have the credit card for it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not traveling 100,000 miles mm-hmm. in the next month for this to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I flew back from Arizona three weeks ago, and... We landed in Chicago, and I think the whole flight system's fucked right now because they don't have like pilots uh-huh. or flight attendants. Uh-huh. They, we got there, and they're like, "Someone is in our gate. We have to wait for them to leave before we can unload mm-hmm. you guys." I'm like, "Is there?" In my head, I'm like, "Is there an empty gate? Like, mm-hmm. I don't fucking care where I get off." Mm-hmm. He goes, "We gotta wait. Could be a half hour." I'm like, "We're already here, and I'm waiting 30 minutes on this plane." The guy to the left of me. Is one of those guys that can't accept the fact that he can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So he's bitching the entire... I sat on that runway for an hour and a half after I landed, waiting for a plane to clear. So we Wait, were you off. in Arizona th- during Halloween weekend? Yeah. I was in Phoenix too. Were you really? I was there for a wedding. I was there for... I did two podcasts, one with Sammy, and then Sam had a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. His That's parents awesome. still don't... We don't tell him his parents <laughs> anymore when I hang out with him. Really? Like, we were on the bus, and I brought something out, and he goes, shut the fuck up. They don't. I'm like, all right. Okay. We've talked about me living in Miami with mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. so many times on here. His mm-hmm. parents don't know. I was there for six and a half months. <laughs> really? What the hell are you doing, this? Uh, this? Well, this, this is when I kind of started to realize this is what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And so I started doing this down there. We both worked for Ultra while we were down there. Sam was in school. But initially, I just moved down there because I didn't want to be in Wisconsin. I just graduated, mm-hmm. and I'm like, my. When you were at Marquette, did you? Oh no, where'd you go to college? I went to DePaul for a couple of years, and okay. I finished at UWM. Okay, so when you were at UWM, at any point when you were like a senior, mm-hmm. I did one extra semester. But at any point <coughs> where you at a bar, your last little bit, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, my time's up. Yeah, I was like that in Chicago too. We, you honestly, I just I looked around and like. I used to come in here and I would know every single mm-hmm. person. And as a social person, like I like being able to bounce around in groups. Yeah. And now it's like nothing against the group of people I came mm-hmm. with. But like if this is all I'm hanging out with tonight, what the fuck? And yep. if I don't recognize anyone, they all look younger than me. Uh-huh. The kids were starting to come at like 8 p.m. to get into the bar because they all had fakes. So uh-huh. they thought early they crowd without a bouncer. I was like, my time's up. And I texted Sam. I was like, Dude, can I come down? He goes, absolutely. And stayed on his couch for six months. Jesus. That's mm-hmm. not a bad way to be in Miami, at least. Well, we live <clears> in what I would call the retirement community of Miami. Mm-hmm. So, like, 30 minutes north of the city. Mm-hmm. Our oldest neighbors might have been, or youngest neighbors might have been 50. Um, so, it was still fun. We went up to Fort Lauderdale a decent amount. Fort Lauderdale was a good time. Really? I would never expect that. It's, well, I guess... So you have you have two choices when you're there, especially where we live. So we're here, Miami's down here, Fort Lauderdale. It's either 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. either direction. Go spend potentially $500 a night down in Miami mm-hmm. or 
sixty dollars a night and then run into spring breakers every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It was just a different crowd, but we would find like hole in the wall bars and just there's like nightclubs and we're in the one Jameson bar in the corner with the guy smoking a pack. That's of usually the best he, part. They're though. our favorites. Like yeah. that's I love those. Yeah, a lot of my friends like the EDM and just I can't talking. do it. Yeah, I can't do going it. to clubs. Celeste in Chicago, or the fuck. Your it's personality, your demeanor alone, just like I can't imagine you sitting there being like, "Oh no, yeah." I can't picture you being almost energetic with your body movements. Nah, nah, it takes uh, that summer skiing. I can do that maybe, but other than that, it's no. My I, girlfriend resents it too because it was her birthday this weekend. And I'm trying to take her to a club or something. Fun. Yeah, and we couldn't do anything crazy because I'm going to Canada this weekend to visit my grandmother. Yeah. And if you fucking test positive to go see your grandmother for the first time in two years, you're a dick. Yeah, regardless. oh my god, you're an asshole. Yeah, regardless <laughs> if it's your girlfriend's birthday or not. So we had to stay around here. So I'm trying to figure out somewhere to fucking go this weekend. And I'm like, oh, go, let's go here, here. There's some music here, whatever the fuck. She's like, you won't even fucking dance with me. Every time you go there, you make it known you don't want to fucking be there. So let's just go to a bar and get drunk and be fine. You sound like and me. That's what we did. When I walk in. When I saw you at, uh, what was that place called? I don't called? even know what the fuck that place I- is Hated it. I despised it too. I fucking hated it. So when I saw you downstairs, it was, it was my buddy's birthday mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jake, he's like, we can leave. I'm like, your birthday. I have no problem being here, but I'm going to take breaks from uh-huh. doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to go sit down and have a conversation with someone mm-hmm. down there and get drunk because uh-huh. I can't. There's no words. Mm-hmm. I call it laser beam music for a reason. Yeah. It's it, fucking insane. And that's why I think it's funny I worked for Ultra for when they were Yeah, that my, doesn't add up. It was cool meeting people, and I didn't have to go into the venue. Mm-hmm. But when we did, I was like, I don't mind like someone like Odessa mm-hmm. every once in a while. But we saw like Martin Garrix and Elenium, mm-hmm. and I found out they do their like hardcore stuff at yeah. those things. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, everyone is drugged out of their mind. <laughs> They're, if you go to an, like an EDM festival... Mm-hmm. If they're like Ultra, it's all water tents, mm-hmm. Red Bull, and there's like two beer vendors in the entire... It was on an island. So the entire island, two mm-hmm. beer vendors, and it was Michelob Ultra Oof. for like a play on words. I'm like, this is stupid. And it was like $18 a beer. Yeah, it's, I it's shitty booze or piss water. Yeah. Yeah, those aren't worth it. I'd rather sit at a bar, drink some good whiskey or some beer, and listen to actual music over, you know... Smoke sweat. a cigar yeah. or something, yeah. We went to that place called Shakers. I forget what road that's on. Downtown by the Bradley Clocks. By the Bradley Clock. It's a beautiful cigar bar. It's like super old school, New Orleans inspired. You should check that place out. We went there for a couple of drinks and a cigar on Friday night. It was actually packed. Good music. Really? Yeah. Nice setting. We did that in Miami a lot. That was like our thing. It was like, let's just go to the cigar lounge. Yeah. I enjoy that. And Mm -hmm. that was my favorite place in Madison, too, is Mm -hmm. uh, a place called Maduro. Okay. It was never super packed. Mm-hmm. We always got the tables in like a back corner. It was like a little cutout, mm-hmm. round table. You can get like max five people in there. And we would usually go, we're like, let's not go to the college bars tonight. Yeah. And then just chill it's here. just five guys wasted off whiskey and uh, head high from yeah, a cigar and a half. And it's good conversation. And it's anywhere, anything be- from like, Religion, whether mm-hmm. you're religious or not, we would talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, we would try and stay away from politics. We're like, we don't need to get angry at each other. Mm-hmm. Like aliens, conspiracy theories, yeah. women. And it's like, 
The we, best nights like, out are like that where you can actually have a fucking conversation. You just of, express your thoughts yeah. instead of trying to be like, oh, dude, you want to mm-hmm. get fucked up? Mm-hmm. Shot, shot. I'm like, as fun as that is every once in a while, it is nice to just be like, let's just see what's inside your head. Yeah. And actually, another thing, too, is there's not many people can really drink anymore. No. So a lot of these people, I feel, in my opinion, need to be moving, rocking around, drinking some water, sweating it out as they drink. Otherwise, they're fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, I realize this, like, now I'm drinking with my buddies. Few of them, That's actually a really good point. Yeah, a few of them can hang out and just, you know, you don't have to drink 15 beers or, like, go crazy. But just no have eight beers yeah. without being a menace. Yeah. Like, that should be a good thing. When I go visit my cousins, our favorite part isn't going, like, to the nightclubs and, like, crazy Eastern European bullshit. Yeah. It's sitting outside on the patio. We might have some gypsies because my cousin's a musician. We get yeah. gypsies to come over and play for us a little bit. But we're just sitting there pounding bottles of wine. And that's it. For eight I, hours. That is. is like, yeah. yeah. Those are my favorite nights. Mm-hmm. Is, or um, in college, we would do A-bars. So mm-hmm. when we were done with whatever, and it was just like, it's like us four and like maybe three other people that mm-hmm. we befriended at the bar. Yeah. Our roommates, we just go back, mm-hmm. play our music. Mm-hmm and drink until we're like we should go to bed i see the sun ah uh, the sun's a good sign it means you're just beginning though <laughs> you actually have to really drink the in times i saw the sun after like a shift at uh the bar in college mm-hmm. was insane yeah. we'd go back and we'd smoke mm-hmm. and drink and we're like it's time for bed we work in eight hours <laughs> again we're gonna do this again tomorrow yeah. like this it's the most fucked up um schedule we had but i loved it like i wouldn't trade that for mm-hmm. the world would i do that all the time now probably not mm-hmm. but like not four days a week mm-hmm. but every once in a while those are the absolute best yeah that's why you need at least a week-long bender once every few months yeah you need you need balance when in, ter- in terms of like just going out mm-hmm. like it doesn't always need to be the like conversations like this but it also doesn't always need to be headbanging yeah people it- fucking in the corner it doesn't need to be that. Oh, PDA is the worst. That might mm-hmm. be my least favorite thing. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, well, that's we... another thing with those fucking EDM festivals too. Everybody's trying to have sex in the fucking building. That's because they're all nobody on can wait. Molly and I they're know. like everything that they touch is gold. You just calm down a little bit. Wait a half hour. You can yeah. find your bed. It's more comfortable. Trust me. Yeah, way more comfortable mm-hmm. than you know rubbing up against me. Yeah, literally another person just standing behind you. It's it's. I've have you ever done. Any of that? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, okay, it's fair. That's a good. It's a good way to put it. I always forget you guys have real like, jobs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should. I should. I should always lead with this every episode. But like, this is going on the internet. So I be know. Careful. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Well, no, I've had to uh, remind people. I've had a few mm-hmm. people who are like, "Hey, can you just not post that?" I go, "Oh, you mean the hour <laughs> that and we a just half spent? spent like half hour setting up, hour mm-hmm. talking." The nine hours I did of editing and stuff and upload time. Yeah, working oh, on your me, actual content. Yeah, you're telling me I just can't upload that anymore. I'm like, oh, fuck. all right. Like, hey, can you edit this part out? Mm-hmm. I don't think people realize when like, can you edit this part out after it's been mm-hmm. uploaded? Is yes, editing it out is like that. But you understand, uploading a hour long YouTube video takes, and you don't have like a large company's internet mm-hmm. connection takes several hours yeah and that also is several hours where people aren't watching it yeah that's another thing you got to work the algorithm it's like with my job with google <clears throat> if you put something in and you take it out google's gonna be like what the fuck google's with youtube 
got to be able to optimize your videos, make sure they have a good standing. Yeah, you might need to help me with that. We might work on some stuff. Yeah. We'll see. If just don't call me Saturday nights, take my site down, put my old one back up, and then <laughs> put the new one back up three days later, and then the font's different, so take it back down today, please. It's Those are the clients I love, because then you just try to make money off of them out of yeah. spite, so then you got to like su- actually succeed for them to take more of their money. Like yeah. I don't like scamming people, but if no. I don't like you as a client, it's kind of going to make me work even harder for you, because I want to take your money. Oh, I, I believe that, yeah. 100%. So I... There's a few clients where I just, I fucking hate them, but I work my ass off for them just because I want them to succeed so that we succeed more as well. That's always the bonus. It's the best way to look at a crazy client is like, okay, I'm going to make you money so you give me more money. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to put in, if they're going to be like, take it down, put it up, take it down, put it up, then they're going to be like, well, we can kind of do whatever we want with him. But Mm -hmm. in the back of your head, you're like, every time you do that, I'm making more money. Yeah. yeah. I just build all six of those hours. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Keep asking me to do it, actually. As annoying as you are, I will And I make it clear to them, too. You're I mean, we're going to, nobody's not paying for this. Yeah. You got, somebody's going to pay for this. It's not going to be us. So keep that in mind. And they don't care half the time. They're like, I don't care. I want to pay for it. I want this perfect. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, have you ever seen, I've seen like a, well, there's a tweet or videos or people like the difference between a $500 client and a $5,000 client. Mm-hmm. The $500 client is going to do the take it down, put it up, take it down. Because mm-hmm. that $500 means way more to them than that $5,000. Yeah. So they're like, this is what, you give them mm-hmm. one rendition, like fine, fucking mm-hmm. set it up. Yep. Or they have the budget where we don't like it. Can you give us another one? Yeah. You paid for that. We'll do that. Exactly. No problem. Yeah. So it's true. I mean, money takes money to make money, but also they're like they also realize time is money. So like uh-huh. the more time I don't have this up, I'm probably losing. Yeah, you're losing views. Yeah, you're losing any indexing that's going on by Google and YouTube that's trying to figure out what new video is going to fill this query. Because YouTube just like Google, you're searching for something, and then your video, if you want to be ranked in the top, has to be the best answer to that search. So you got to optimize for that search. So the longer you're missing out on the indexing or you don't have the right content or you have it and then it switches out, yeah, the less likely you are. We're definitely going to be talking after this like actual because <laughs> um, I, I have, I'm trying to learn that, but it, it's a lot of mm-hmm. moving pieces when you're doing like a brand and it's just you, which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, but and everything is – the rules are always changing as well. Always. It's yeah. like you never know what's going to do well. Like I, as much as I, I always say like I hate – TikTok and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you gotta play the game. No, yeah. It, it sometimes a video go up and I'm like, there's no fucking way, and then I'm like, oh wow. Mm-hmm. And it's then, the numbers. And then uh, there's one I'm like, this is like the funniest shit ever, and mm-hmm. it's like a fraction of what you think. Well, yeah, I feel that goes with a lot of the fucking social media viral videos. Oh yeah. Stuff that I find funny has the least amount of views. Oh yeah. And it's more because I have a sick sense of humor or drier than most where the stupid shit it's funny, but I'm not gonna seek it. Exactly. It's I think I'm the same boat. Like my humor's a little different mm-hmm. than most. Also I've noticed that the videos that do well, the funny ones, they're accompanied by such like like if it's with music, it's boosted. Uh-huh. If it's I'm like, yeah, but I'm not putting music to I'm not putting Eye of the Tiger to the back of my Yeah, you don't need that. No. Or who's that guy that's that won the game basically right that mr beast guy oh yeah yeah he, he has cracked it, the code he has it down to a science yeah he literally i've watched interviews with him he said we have i've done like 10 years of basic research mm-hmm. i know how to make a viral video mm-hmm. i mean yeah his bad videos are like 
30 million mm-hmm. views. That's absurd. Yeah. But, like, because now you expect it from that guy, mm-hmm. you're like, 30 million. Oh, that's, this is a bad yeah, video. Yeah, and he's still making, like, what, five, six, seven, eight million off of that? Yeah, it's absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when you figure out how to create a template that'll work with the fucking indexing rules and the algorithm and the search volume, whatever, the searchers, they kind of tell you what's going on, too, tell Google what's going on, too. So if your shit's getting watched, watched all the way through, recommended, linked to other places, that always helps. Oh, people engagement are like, helps for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's never ending too. So if you can get stuff that people actually watch for more than 10 seconds, fulfills a query like that Mr. Beast guy does, because I get stuck in those videos every once in a while Well, too. yeah, it's also absurd because he spends the amount of money he does. Like the yeah. idea of like just giving someone a million dollars is going to intrigue everyone. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, one, it could be me. Two, it would be awesome to do that. Yeah. It's insane. Pepsi like, does that for 10 seconds on the Super Bowl. Exactly. So it's the same science. He's doing well, it. What does a Super Bowl commercial cost this year? <sighs> I can look it up. I need someone to just look shit yeah, up Yeah, you me. need a Jamie like on Joe Rogan. Eh? I really do. Do you like watching like Rogan episodes? I pick and choose. Oh, I'm definitely, like, I, if I see yeah. a guest that I'm, I'm not a, a die. I'm not a diehard. It's not even if I'm not a fan just not interesting i'm not going to listen to it just because it's joe rogan i agree it, it's i like i think he's good at like being a conversationalist mm-hmm. but if there's a guest and i'm like he it, the description mm-hmm. says this man like studied carrots for two years yeah. and it's like a health nutritionist yeah. i'm like i don't fucking yeah. care this is for i'd rather the alien ones or like yeah but um, he's at a, joe rogan's at a level you want to get where he can pick and choose whoever the fuck he wants to interview and people are asking yeah. him, but at the same time, it gets annoying when people um, you don't like are like, mm-hmm. hey, man, can I do this? I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> and, like, I, I posted a video about that once, and the guy's like, chill out, man. You're not – he goes, you're, like, not Rogan. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> um, but let's be honest. Like, if you are having a bunch of people like, I want to do this, man, mm-hmm. no. get it. No. But, like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, Super Bowl – Commercial cost, twenty twenty two, yeah, dude. I keep forgetting what year it is. Yeah, Jesus close. Christ. Take a guess. For thirty second ad. Thirty seconds. For NBC. Um, yeah, it's up from last year. I'll tell you that. So CBS had it last year. Seven point eight mil. Six point five. <sighs> Overshot it. NBC's cheap, I guess. Jesus Christ. CBS last year was 5.6. Really? And then, yeah, this year it's, what did I say? 6.5? 6.5. Yeah. Eh, a million off. It's around 30 seconds, but that's it. Not everyone is doing 30 second ads. Uh-huh. Like, there's going to be one, probably about like an adoption agency mm-hmm. that's going to be three minutes yeah, long. Yeah, Sarah McLaughlin singing to you. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Coke. Will probably do, or no, I bet you Apple does one or they're dancing with colors uh-huh. and that's 45 to a minute. You know what you're going to see the most of? Ford electric vehicles. Really? That's gonna, you're going to have the most ads about that. That is, with a couple clients I have, a uh, couple clients we're chasing and just the regular lay of the land, when Ford lets that shit out, if they can do it, it's going to be madness. Oh, I believe that. In terms of advertising and the different companies that are going to pop up, it's going to be like, Charging station supply companies, uh, like commercial fleets, they're going to be all buying. Like Hertz did with all the Teslas, commercial yeah. fleets are going to be doing that. If Ford can pull it off, that's going to be something to see. 
it's going to change everything, especially with like people driving like the Amazon trucks. Yeah. Those little vans, those could be electric and all There's this crazy a, shit. Most, I, within 10 years, it's mm-hmm. going to be electric. Yeah. I'm, I have an okay car right now, but I'm trying to buy something old and dirty and fucking crazy for my last year just to run it to the ground and then buy an electric. I want something interesting at least for a year that's on gas. Yeah. I think I'm always going to have, like, I'm by no means am I a car connoisseur. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate cars. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you asked me how to fix an engine. I mean, dude, you look at my license plate. I lost the <laughs> bolt the other day, and it's just hanging. So um, it could be worse. It could be worse, but <laughs> yeah. Worse. So, but I like. I, I think I will always have a gas car. Mm-hmm. Like even if electric cars take over the world, it's gonna be those guys now. Like something like Jay Leno's garage. He's got hundreds yeah. of hundreds of millions worth of cars yeah and it's just old muscle cars Mm -hmm. like you got it why not yeah but those can be like the novelty things you can try one out at a track because only gas cars worth driving i mean your car no offense is not going to be you're not going to feel a different experience compared to an electric vehicle it might even be better yeah oh i'm not yeah i'm not saying it's i just i think it like i get what i was getting at is Mm -hmm. it is going to be a novelty thing and Mm -hmm. that i want like like some people collect old cameras because mm-hmm. like we're, people we're going back to what is it those fucking uh, those Polaroids it, Polaroids yeah. yeah it's that it's gonna turn True. into that where it's True. gonna be cool to have one mm-hmm. you're gonna bring it to a party mm-hmm. and be like oh my god look at me for the night look at the gas car yeah I well, guess it's it's yeah like the gas car might turn into the Polaroid mm-hmm. camera yeah that's what, like I've been looking at ridiculous stuff and it's all like under twelve grand so it's nothing like crazy. Like there's this 1985 Porsche 944s. It's only like eight grand, but it's fuck. It's a beautiful car, and you can get it for eight grand, ninety five thousand miles, and you can get it have it for a year, run it into the ground, then just go electric. True. I I I believe there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna start inheriting these cars mm-hmm. that are like the almost a generation past us mm-hmm. that are not gonna appreciate them. So they are going to be super cheap. Yep. They're going to be like, yep. it, I just want... Like, imagine giving... If if you had a brother right now who was like six, mm-hmm. and you gave him, I don't know, an iPod. Mm-hmm. Like, iPod 3. I'm like, just, I don't fucking want this. Yeah. It's you know, like, but I can, I, I can run this into the ground. I can I can still play music. I can mm-hmm. do all this. It, people are going to start looking at those things like, I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's going to be new, new, new technology. Yeah. And all that shit will be off for the cheap then, eh? Our attention span, even for products, is decreasing, I think. It is. I, feel, I got a new phone a year ago. I feel like I need a new one already. Yeah, it's too I, slow. I yeah. I actually hate getting new phones. Like, if one... Um, like, I, I just got a new one, too. <laughs> but the last one, it was... I had my last one for five years. Really? And the one before that was... The only time I've ever gotten new... I've never gotten a new phone because it was new. Mm-hmm. It's either my plan was up and mm-hmm. they're like we'll give it to you for free mm-hmm. basically and then like all right then there's no reason not to do it or it's like in half or it doesn't charge oh yeah that's my problem i just yeah. break them like once every other year yeah. so i've always gotten the new one because of that my, i'm just a piece of shit about it i think my littlest brother mm-hmm. has this year alone well, let's say whole calendar year mm-hmm. four phones jesus just breaks him. He gets drunk, and I'm like, "Do you throw them in the river, or like he'll come back and it looks like he took a sledgehammer to him?" I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you have to throw this at the ground for mm-hmm. it to break that bad. 
The worst was when I got I ran over my own phone once. That was my worst broken phone. How do you do that? Fell out of my pocket oh, okay. as I got in the car under the front wheel and I was reversing to get out. I just heard a crunch and I checked my pockets and I'm like, Mom, You're like, there. I know what it is. Fuck. That's when you're like, I'm not even getting out of the car. I can yeah. stay there till I get back. Yeah, and I was like seventeen, so it was like my first touchscreen phone ever or whatever. And barely allowed to drive ever as well because my parents hate my driving at that age and like fuck so like, you buy me a new phone and it's because i drove the fucking car it's God like damn it. a double neck i mean uh-huh. there just kills you You're like we knew it everything uh-huh. led up to this point yeah it got even worse with me in the car i mean this is a good story <laughs> on graduation day from marquette high we all planned to get you know you know a little drunk enjoy ourselves why not and i started drinking a little bit ahead of time and I was in such a hurry to get out that I forgot the garage door was closed, so I backed through the garage door with my car. Now, this was also my birthday was graduation day as well this year. <laughs> so I ran into my parents' room. It's like 7.30. It's the only time I could ever get away with this. It's graduation day and my birthday. Hey, mama, tata, I uh, backed the car through the garage. Can I take your car? Yeah, sure, here. <laughs> Fifteen minutes into my drive, my dad's like, what the fuck did you do to your fucking, what the fuck? It's dented to this day. But when they got to the place and they saw me with my diploma, I barely walked up the stage. And I was like, this is a great day for you to do that, huh, you fucker? Yeah. Dude, you, it's one of those things you don't expect someone uh-huh. to like, say. So you're like, all they heard was, uh-huh. can I borrow your car? Uh-huh. And then when they're like, wait, what the fuck did he just say? On the way to his graduation. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, are you drunk already? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, my same brother that's gone through four phones has hit this garage door mm-hmm. three times. Twice going from the outside, once from the inside. That's unfortunate. It's, I understand once. Mm-hmm. Like, I've even, like, when you're in a parking spot, I've never gotten to an accident mm-hmm. with it, but, like, you just don't go all the way back and you mm-hmm. kind of, like, slowly back out and you start mm-hmm. going forward. You're like, oh, shit. Yep. And Get so I tap. get how that could happen or... You just don't park it and it goes into the garage. Mm-hmm. Three times is a fucking problem, purpose. though. That might yeah. be on purpose. Somebody needs a little more attention, I think. Yeah, I'm like, Andrew. <laughs> I, I think it is. I think we just, you park on the street from uh-huh. now on. Uh-huh. Um, dude, there was one, you were talking about breaking phones. Uh, Joel Toronto, when he, I remember him, he, I think he chronically broke his phones when mm-hmm. he was younger. Mm-hmm. And he said that his uh, worst one was, he goes, I, I made a bowl of ramen and I dropped my phone into the ramen. <laughs> And he goes, that was the most expensive bowl of ramen in human history. It was a $300 bowl of ramen. I was like, that sucks. Fucking Joel. Uh, I remember him. He always had some dipshit stories like that, though, too. Oh, yeah. He still does. I, I think he's tamed up a little more yeah. now. But He was always a smart kid that did stupid shit. That's a great that's, way to describe that's him. That's always yeah. found him. Because I was never super close with him. But we were friends enough. You know, village club. Yeah. Middle school. He's a super smart kid. But always just doing the dumbest shit. Dude, All the time. He, I think he's a he's a natural born salesperson too. Yep. Yep. And he's in sales now, and I'm like, it just makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, you can talk your ear off in the best way about nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he, I could do one with him here for like two hours. Yeah, and I'd be I can like, imagine. I don't know if I would talk for more than twenty minutes, <laughs> and I I don't shut up. Uh huh. But Joel, you get Joel on a topic he likes. Like mm-hmm. if I if I was like Joel lacrosse go, and he'd be like. <laughs> I'd be like yep, 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 yep. I'm like I played too, but alright. <laughs> Uh, he's he's out in Denver. He loves it out there. I can imagine he loves it out there. It fits him. It does fit him. He says he's in like six lacrosse leagues. <laughs> I think maybe four. I mean, probably smokes whenever he wants. Uh-huh. The That'd be nice to have dispensaries up here. 
I'm getting into it now yeah. more. Uh-huh. It'd be real nice. Like I love walking in there when I go down to Denver or mm-hmm. up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. We'll go up there and we're like, just walk in. I'm like, I'll take this, that, 20 bucks, you're out. Yeah, that was, uh, I had that same experience. I was in Vancouver. I was 19. I was with, it was a family trip. But in 19 in Canada, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And I've tried but failed to use a fake in Seattle to get into a dispensary. It was expired. So they're like, fuck off. Yeah. But we pull we pull into our hotel, uh, and it's right across the street from the largest dispensary in British Columbia. It's called West Canna. Okay. And I get out of the taxi, and I look at it, and my eyes just bulge. And my mom makes eye contact with me. She's like, motherfucker, no. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no problem. So fast forward to that night, we go out for dinner, whatever. We get back to the hotel room. <clears throat> I tell my parents I got a horrible stomach ache. I don't want to fuck up our hotel room. I'm just yeah. gonna go in the lobby. I sprinted across the street. I thought it was recreational, so you could just walk right in. The security yeah. guard stops me. No, 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 no. You gotta be. You gotta have a medical card. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's like, well, we have a doctor right there. I'm oh. Like, oh shit <laughs> so he's like go talk to him you're 19 I'm tired. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like yeah I'm also a Canadian citizen as well it doesn't matter I'm like okay <laughs> yeah it's real loose under yeah. the laws yeah and then uh, the guys asked me questions it's like three questions like you ever smoked before why'd you smoke what do you think you need this for and I was like insomnia he's like okay good answer yeah puts it down then it takes me a tour I get like a gram of each thing Meanwhile, this all took 10 minutes. So I run back to the hotel room. I actually have to take a shit. Go back <laughs> upstairs. And then my parents are like, wow, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. Actually, I was in there. I remember that uh, this kid from Marquette High School, he went to British Columbia University. He's still here. So I called him. I'm going to go meet him. Zach Armstrong was living in Germany at the time. So I just went for a walk around Vancouver and just smoked a joint and completely lost my mind. It was horrible. It was like crack cocaine, the shit that they had there. Really? It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was bad. And then I come back, whatever, it's all fine. We go back, we're driving back from Vancouver to Seattle. We make it through. I didn't bring anything back, but I brought like a grinder as a souvenir, you know, just for fun. And we come back, we go to Seattle, we're in the hotel room. And apparently my toothpaste exploded in my toiletry bag or something. And for the first time in his life, my father decides he wants to like clean something for me. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to clean out his bag. And he finds a fucking dis- the grinder with like a little cr- bit of crumbs in there. Throws me all around the fucking hotel room. Blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, I'm supposed to move in with Mitch Cherapata the next week on the yeah. east side. Because we were going to be roommates together. You're a uh, fucking Mitch. He's a fucking crackhead too, isn't he? <laughs> ah, ah. So I thought, I literally went to my mom. I'm like... Mom, whatever money I have in savings, I don't even know because I was never allowed to touch my money yeah. when I was that age. Just send it to me. I'm going to go find the nearest Serbian church. I guess I live in Seattle now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Whatever. We go home and then find a fucking, we go by Mitch's house uh, like a few days later because we wanted to get our shit ready. And my dad and Mitch's dad are better friends than me and Mitch are. Oh, really? Like when I would go over for sleepovers to Mitch's house, my dad would sleep over as well. <laughs> like through eighth, fifth grade all the way through college. Just all the get time. wasted. And- oh, yeah. they. Have you ever met Mitch's dad? No. He's done you a disservice then. You need to, you need to meet, meet Ed. Ed is one of the craziest people I've ever met and a great man. But, yeah, they get fucking, they get crazy. 
Uh, my dad had a, a neighbor friend like that, and they would we would have like family bonfires and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it would get to the point where like, all right, you two have to leave uh-huh. because you're pissed drunk, arguing about politics and religion, mm-hmm. and just the brother like they're best of friends. Like mm-hmm. they would walk into each other's houses unannounced, uh-huh. <laughs> and both the wives would have would buy the respective booze that they mm-hmm. drank. So there was mm-hmm. always like. Uh, a 175 of gin mm-hmm. at theirs and there was always like whiskey or something at ours because mm-hmm. those kind of friends from like it's just we know what's going to happen when you two are together yeah they're at their bet my graduation party I think you were actually there because like there's like a 200 random kids just showed up it was that because I had that house back down with the basketball court you might have been there I don't know if I was there but anyways and then it was Serbia played Panama that night too in Chicago for soccer so mm-hmm. everybody after the soccer game came to my house too and we had a couple of pigs roasting and lambs roasting, whatever. <clears throat> oh, I would have remembered that. I was not there. People, I would love to do that, though. Once. People decided to camp out, too, on the yard or whatever. So there's tents and there's kids smoking pot in all these fucking tents, drinking, whatever. And sleeping in their cars and all this shit. My dad and Mitch's dad were on my patio drinking probably till like, 6 o'clock in the morning. 6.30 comes around. I wake up because, like, I got to see what kind of shit show this is. Yeah. There's literally... 60 cars up and down our driveway tents you can see the lights on you can see the smoke coming out of them i go into one it's a couple of my buddies i'm like what the fuck are you guys still doing it up? looks like a homeless life. yeah they're just passing a bowl around whatever the fuck and all of a sudden i hear just a million fireworks start going off and johnny cash is blaring and these two old guys just cackle it and all these kids are freaking out. I had a naked kid crawl out of one of our garages and just start running for his car. I don't even know why he was naked. It made <laughs> no like sense. out of a movie. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who was there that you would know. Nicola was fucking asleep. I'll figure it out. But anyways, all 60 of these cars just zoop, all gone. Tents all packed up. All within like probably 10 minutes. And then we're just surveying, we're just seeing beer cans in the fucking trees, all sorts of random shit, puke on the basketball court, puke on a fucking tree, puke in our basement sink and all this random shit. And my parents are just like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, I didn't invite anybody, they just came. I told three people, man. News travels quickly. You need to graduate again so I can come to one of these things. Uh, well, we, when COVID's over, we'll probably have something again. We always usually have like a big bunch of people come over do a couple lambs at least once in the summer have you guys uh been is your family been kind of not strict but not strict i mean my dad's a pharmacist he works at a hospital so we've had to be a little careful in terms of you know exposure yeah just not being assholes it's as simple as that i mean i'm neither here i'm vaccinated i don't really care if you're not i am my problem also couldn't fuck yeah my dad's a pharmacist and has spent more time reading the shit with all the doctors in my family and yeah. nurses in my family. And they tell me to do something, I'll do it. I don't care. It's yeah. them. They know more than me. And they're also the kind of doctors and pharmacists that hate the pill companies and yeah. hate like overprescribing people. And like my dad works in a specialty hospital with like long-term care patients, either addicts or people who got in horrible accidents. And he sees people get hooked on shit so easily. Dude, I'm afraid... Um... Like when I take, when I get sick, mm-hmm. and this is such a minor case compared to people actually getting hooked on like legit drugs. Mm-hmm. But I'm so afraid to become dependent on something, and for like, I also think one day I'm gonna be so sick that mm-hmm. I actually like medicine might actually help me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, if I have a headache and people are like here take. 
three Tylenol, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll take one. Mm-hmm. Or um, if you take like Mucinex, like take it every 12 hours. I will yeah. see if like, unless I desperately need it, I'm uh-huh. like, let's stretch it out to 16. Yeah. Um, I don't like to, or sleeping pills is my big one. Mm-hmm. I am so afraid to become dependent on like a sleeping pill or mm-hmm. melatonin that mm-hmm. if I don't have it one day, there's no physical way I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. And so I'm like, I think I can do this naturally with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm like genuinely afraid to become dependent on some form of yeah. drug. Well, it's easy. It happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, can't avoid any of those injuries long term. It's going to happen. But... <clears throat> no, and I'm not saying I'm trying to avoid getting sick or hurt or uh-huh. anything like that. But Or like, even like the Xanax or the melatonin and that shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people have kind of an empty prescription pad for anxiety and stress and all that I shit. did that. But, uh, I mean, I'm an anxious motherfucker. I've been shivering my ass off this whole time. Yeah, I've, like, I'm glad I, I have my sweatshirt on. Usually, I just wear a t-shirt. I'm like, dude, just put a sweatshirt on. Uh-huh. Care. Oh, it's like 25 degrees. I know. <laughs> Actually, I'm doing better than I thought right now. Usually, by now, I'm like mm-hmm. doing, like I, really doing this. I've been sitting in a cold-ass office all day. So, I'm, 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 I, could, I could use a glass of whiskey, but I'll wait till I drive home. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, by no means do I put down it with like, anxiety or depression. But I think we often... And some people won't like this take, but I think we also use those as an excuse mm-hmm. to just either be an asshole or not perform at your highest. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm like, no, you had a bad day. That's mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. You can't, don't use a legitimate, like some people are like legitimately depressed. Mm-hmm. And just because you had a bad day doesn't mean you're depressed. Mm-hmm. Or um, because you're performing at a level that you don't think you should be. Like I'm anxious or I'm like, Let's pump the brakes on this. Yeah. You're just being lazy. And yeah. then your laziness and lack of effort is what's causing your so-called depression or mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I don't like the people that use it as a crutch or an excuse. Yeah. Because it does diminish the severity of people who really do have it. Yeah, that's that's the main point is it diminishes the severity of the real people who have yeah. it. If everybody can have it, then why is it such a big deal if somebody who really has it has it? It's like a weird version yeah. of like the boy who cried wolf. If everyone's uh-huh. depressed, 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 eventually we're all just going to be like, someone's really going to be depressed and you're not going to fucking know it. Or care about it because everybody care else about is. It at all. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, yeah. we all are. Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yep. Exactly. That's a thing. It's dumb. It's, it's, I've never, I think I, I've definitely had very bad days or even mm-hmm. a bad month, but I've, I can't fathom the idea of people who are chronically mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I need a Lexapro just to wake up in the morning. Exactly. That's that's a struggle, and I respect anybody going through that struggle. But there's people who milk it. And Definitely. you see it, too, in the workplace, in the way, especially the kids coming up that are maybe four or five years younger than us. Yeah. Like the recent college graduates, so maybe even a little, young, a little more older. But ugh, it's ridiculous. The, the expectations people have. Like, I'm no manager, senior leader, or any of this shit, but the expectations kids have to get taken care of in the workplace these days is out of control. I believe it. You, or even mm-hmm. um, to be at the top right away. Yeah. It's like, it's going to take time. And it, yeah. Like, it's, it's going to, I think a, a lot of it's a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of these kids didn't have jobs growing up. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I, oh my God, I actually mm-hmm. have to work outside of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also like, once you find something you like, you're like, all right, this isn't going to happen right yeah. away. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I'm doing this in the fucking garage right I know. Now. That's where you start, though. That's where you're supposed to start. You're supposed and to then be shitty. One, I always think, like, you're going to, if this works out, I will look back one day and be like, my favorite episodes were the ones in the garage. Yeah, exactly. 
So that's where you got to be a little more free too. You don't have to wor- worry about your ad reads or any of that bullshit exactly. like that. Exactly. I don't have like a manager breathing down my neck. Mm-hmm. Or it's literally just like I meet my friends out at the bar mm-hmm. and we're like, dude, come on the show. Mm-hmm. And a week later, you're here. Yeah, exactly. That's the best. I, I love that. I know. I don't think I've seen you for a decade at least too. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Like, And I've, I've seen you through – I've had this conversation too with so many people like I've – feel like I have kept out with you just from social media and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And my last like images of you were like longer hair, big beard mm-hmm. that no lie. When I first saw you at the bar, I'm like, I did a double take. I'm like, Oh shit, it's Peter. <laughs> yeah. I just shaved that day too. So I might've made it worse. You were real clean looking that day. Yeah. Well, I do this thing where every year I get my head shaved. Oh really? And then I grow it out to rum shoulder length. Oh. So you just get one haircut and a couple neck shaves here and there, but you get 15 different haircuts for the price of one. Fair. So it works out. And my hair grows like a motherfucker too. Like I just got my hair shave, shaven three months ago. Really? Maybe. That's pretty long. Yeah. yeah. I'm just starting to grow mine back out again. I can't do, my hair is pretty straight. Mm-hmm. So then when I grow it out, it just, it doesn't look great. Like mm-hmm. I just had like curls in the, uh-huh. like for me, I'm like, it's not as wavy as it should, but mm-hmm. I'm like. I'll do it every once in a while. I don't. I used to buzz my head when I was younger. I remember. I've seen you with buzz cuts. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like them now. Yeah, I um, like them in the summer. They're nice and cool. I'll just go shorter on the mm-hmm. sides, and mm-hmm. now I'll just when it gets winter time, I'll grow it out. This is the first year I haven't done uh, no shave. Really, November. Yeah, I used that used to be the big thing for me because I could do it at like freshman year. Yeah, so I've had a stash since I was in like sixth grade. So it'd be cool to do. Yeah, I, I'd be the douchebag with a beard at like age fourteen. My, uh, I haven't. Yeah, this first year I've done it in a while. Something about it hit me like last week. I was like, I feel fucking gross. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I'm like, this this doesn't fit me. I've been like, I lost weight from when I was doing it. Like when I had a beard before, it was literally to disguise my face being bloated out and it's like mm-hmm. now my face is skinny I'm like why not just leave it yeah. there the stubble's fine oh, shit you're good um, yeah that's another thing too i'm fat skinny fat fat skinny fat skinny like throughout <laughs> you, fl- be, you fluctuate oh easily. yeah i'll be at 250 for a month and then i'll be around 220 like three months later then i'll be up to like 235 then down to 215 i'm probably like 235 right now yeah i'm ready for the 250 winter winter uh, yeah, I I was uh I don't know what I was. I know I've lost like 15 20 pounds since college. Mm-hmm. Um but that was bad. Like you you know it's bad when your your parents are like, dude. Oh yeah, my dad's been calling me fat since I was 19. It's gross. Yeah. It's uh you know what I hate though? Is like so when I was saying I was growed out just to like disguise your face. Mm-hmm. I hate the guys and I would yell it. I had a manager at the bar. He would shave his neck up to chin oh, yeah. to give himself a, like a yeah. fake jawline. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it looks worse. Yep. Also, you don't have a jawline. <laughs> it's cheating. Like, you, you do realize, I, like, when you shave, when you put your head down, for people who don't know this, you don't want to see your neck hair, but you also want this to still have hair. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so the goal is, as you grow a beard out, you just cut it farther and farther down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it grows out. Cutting it up to here to give yourself, it looks, and then you put your head down, and then this rolls out like this. Mm-hmm. Does not look good. No, no, at all. I struggle too because my hair connects all the way from the top of my head to my toes. If you see, it goes all the way to my chest. And you all are hairy, motherfucker. Oh, I'm a hairy bastard. Yeah, that I've inherited from all sides of the family. <laughs> We're all mountain people from our region. I uh, 
I don't have it quite to my. I think I got a good like three inches. Yeah, a bit of separation. Yeah, there. a bit of separation. But other than that, I'm I'm decently here. I got it down to my toes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hair on the big toe. It might be the most disgusting hair. I got too many to even think that there's one. So it's, I don't really care. I also hate feet. So I'm uh-huh. like this. It's just looking at it. I'm like mm-hmm. my own feet. I'm like, dude, it's fucking. Gross. Put some socks on. <laughs> Put some socks on. Oh fuck. Um, we got five minutes. Okay. Get you out of here. I have one question I'm going to ask you. All right. Um, I do it at the end of every episode now, and okay. I change it per season, and it's like a more serious thing, kind of. That works. Um, just to give you an idea of types of questions, it's uh, last season I asked people, what is something you have to do before your next birthday? Mm-hmm. It's like something you've always wanted to do, been putting off. He's like, oh, one day I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, my goal is just to challenge you to fucking do something. Okay. Um, this one is... What is something you live by? So, like, have you ever come across a quote mm-hmm. or, like, you watched a podcast and someone said something inspirational you're like, that hit way harder than it should have and it's kind of, like, lived with you? Do you have kind of, like, either a life motto or, like, a quote or two, like, this mm. is how people should act, how I act, how I live my life? Yeah, well, as a creative writing major, you would think I'd have some sort of quote or novel passage stored away in my head. Is there like a, and it doesn't have to be like, is there something your family has always said or, um, I don't know. Like my here, give you an example. Uh, mine was, um, I heard it from a clip from my actual Rogan podcast and it was a guy who said, a man lives two lives and mm-hmm. the second starts when he realizes he has just one. Mm, that's a good one. Well, the way I grew up, the way my dad grew up, I mean, my dad and my uncle, they shouldn't be where they are. They were first-generation immigrants. Parents didn't speak any English. My dad had to wear a helmet his first day of school because they thought he was autistic. So he was like <laughs> five feet tall. I'm sorry. No, that's, that's, awesome. a, that's a true story. That's fucking awesome. So, and then my dad's a pharmacist. My uncle's a pretty successful C- C-suite guy, which neither of them should be. They're psychopaths when they're high school. People look down on them all the time. So just not fucking that up, that's yeah. kind of what I live by. I like that, though. You got I to continue the progression. Yeah. Yeah. Because they put in a lot of work, and my grandfather and my other grand, all, all my grandparents are Serbian. They put in a lot of work to get our families where they are. We, I don't, by any means, I don't have to turn us into a millionaire kingdom family. Yeah. But just to make us it's continue fam- on. It's family progression, basically, yeah. is what you Yeah. By. Not wasting what they did. Oh, that's like kind of that. what I want to yeah, live doesn't, by. I, actually, that helps me too because it doesn't. I don't tell people it doesn't need to be a quote. Mm-hmm. It's just something you saw that you're yeah. like, I want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. You keep the family business of success. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just keep it going forward. Make it better for the next person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, it's. I, I think everyone has a little bit in them that they want to do that. They mm-hmm. want to one not only give back to their parents. But also make the next generation easier mm-hmm. or not so much easier, but just like guide them in the right mm-hmm. direction. I agree. It's cool. No, I, uh, I think, I think that's how you realize life. I think about this. People used to complain. Um, oh, how do I put it? When you said uh, people think they should be coddled or taking care mm-hmm. of things, um, how do I want to put this? It's going to bother me. People used to complain that like their parents didn't give them enough. Yet all they want to do is, I'm like, I want to buy my mom a car. Uh-huh. It's like that's how you know 
what they did was good enough because mm -hmm. they want to repay you. Mm -hmm. You want to repay them. I think yeah. people need to think about that. Like, if you want to repay your parents at all, one that shows you how good life is, so don't complain that life sucks. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're wanting to repay someone for getting to where you even are today yeah. shows you that you enjoy being here. And I've been told many a time, well, while my mother intervenes, my father wants nothing from me. You know, take care of him in his old age, yes. But money-wise, gift-wise, he, he's told me many a time he will... He doesn't want it. Oh, my parents want nothing. No. Yeah, they just did. want they, they want you to be okay, and they want to make sure for their own reasons as well that they did a good job. Yeah. Showing them that they, that they did a good job, I think, is the best gift you can give them. Absolutely. So. No parent wants a gift. No one has a kid and goes, "I hope mm -hmm. one day he buys me a Ferrari." Oh, I'm sure there's plenty that do. Yeah. There's the maybe the D1 athlete chasers or something like that, but I think even a little bit of them inside is like, I just want them to live mm -hmm. a good life mm -hmm. there are their perks yeah and some are a little more money hungry but mm -hmm. i agree with you i think most parents just want to make sure their kids are okay mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you need to be a millionaire exactly that's the main thing you do but, not have to be a millionaire but it doesn't mean don't shoot for don't it. shoot yeah you don't not have to shoot for it but the joys in life do not come strictly for money like i no. said you can be in serbia making 500 euro a month it's gonna suck yeah it's the government suck there yeah but you can still find ways to smile and have a good time regardless yeah. of what you got. Money helps. Don't get me wrong. Yep. Money, money, money fucking helps. helps. Yeah, it does. But at the end of the day. There's people with a lot less who can do a lot more than people with money here. Trust me exactly. on that. All right. That's perfect. We are a minute over an hour. Let's get you warm whiskey and home. Yes. Thanks for coming on, buddy. All right. I hope I didn't waste your time.